Welcome to the Garden of Favor podcast, where we are committed to cultivating lives and businesses God's way. Because when we do, we see the evidence of his favor. I'm warning you now, be prepared. You might cry a little bit and you might be tempted to shout a couple yeses and amens as we ask ourselves the tough questions and get honest with God about what he wants to do in us and through us for the kingdom. Hey, sister friend, I'm Heather, teacher turned six-figure corporate exec, turn top 1% network marketer, turn dream job, living my best life as a mindset strategist and kingdom blueprints coach for Christian entrepreneurs. I believe your life is like a garden and your business plays a major role in fulfilling your purpose and calling. Are you ready to get your mindset and heart set in sync with the father so you can bloom into all he's created you to be? Then let's grow girl. Sister friend, you have been lied to and I am here to speak some truth into your heart, into your mind today because you've been lied to and I've been lied to. We've all been lied to. There is this there's this idea and thought that women in order to be successful need to be super independent and that we don't need anyone, anything to help us, whether that's a man, whether that is a business partner, whether that is an assistant. I mean, come on, this this flows into every area of our life. How many times have you really needed help? You, you seriously could have needed, you could have used some help, but perhaps your pride got in the way and you didn't ask for it because I have so many, so many examples of myself for this. And for example, I would tra- I've traveled a lot with my kids. All three of my kids have been on airplanes since they were itty bitty because we traveled a ton, especially when I was in network marketing and earning trips and traveling and training and all the things. All of my kids have, I've been on a flight with every single one of my kids by myself. And let me tell you what, when my husband, now my husband traveled a lot with us too, but on more than one occasion, I can think of me trying to juggle all the things, the, the diaper bag, my purse, the stroller, the car seat, like all the things. And my pride would not let other people help me for the longest time. I'd be like, no, I got it. No, I got it. I'm good. I'm independent. I'm good. And, and for some reason, I feel like we do this to ourselves. We run ourselves rampant and so stressed out and so left with almost nothing because we can't admit that we we could use some help and I see this pattern in my own life a lot so motherhood is an example business has been an example that you know I had this kind of perfectionist I I used to have this perfectionist idea that you know I'll do it I'll do it all because I'll do it better than somebody else. I'll do it quicker and then I don't have to rely on anybody else because I, let's be true, I, I've been disappointed. I've hired assistants. I've hired people to do things for me, whether that was for social media or I've trusted team members to do things for me and it wasn't delivered to the best of what I would think, the, what what I needed, right? To the best of what I would have been, what I would have done. So even in that, it's like we almost – don't allow other people to help us. Perhaps you have never hired somebody and you've never delegated. That's a whole other topic that I could do a show on specifically about delegating. But it's this concept that the world has been lying to us as women and telling us that we have to be independent. 
Well, God has been showing me a lot of truths in in my own life, not only for business, but for life and friendships and for everything in general. So Jesus sent the disciples in two for a reason. Hello, you know, we weren't meant to do business alone. And yet, how often are you doing things because you have this idea and this this misconception that independence equals more success when you're independent and you do it alone that you can take more of the accolades so this is where I noticed I'm going to share my testimony a little bit because I had a really big season of struggling with this idea of me needing to be independent and prove myself to I don't even know to who really so I my mom was a stay-at-home mom for a good portion of my child my childhood and so I remember her saying often I need to ask your dad so if, if she wanted to buy something or wanted to do something she always would say I need to ask your dad and in truth be told she actually still says that to this day I don't know if it is a generational thing or whatnot but I remember as a little girl hearing that and feeling so disgusted that she had to ask permission from someone to to buy and I'm not talking about like buying a car like a big huge purchase and also let me preface this I do believe that if you are in a marriage your husband is the head of the household spiritually and you should get his I don't want to say approval but I don't know if that's the right word but you should you do make decisions together as a couple so I'm not saying that I'm this was like to an extreme like for example you know maybe she wanted to buy uh, I, I don't know like take us to McDonald's or something um poor example but I'm just throwing this out there that you know she'd be like well I have to ask your dad And so I I remember hearing that a lot as a child. And I remember making a promise to myself as a little girl that I would never rely on a man to provide for me and that I would never be in a relationship or a marriage that I had to ask for permission to do. If I wanted to buy something, I was going to earn enough money to buy it. I didn't want to be restricted by somebody else's rules and by somebody else's budget and by somebody else's approval. I wanted to be able to make my own decisions. And while I do think some of that is good because there's the opposite extreme to that where somebody could think, well, I'm going to rely on a man to provide all of my needs and I'm, you know, I don't want to do anything except get a sugar daddy. So, I mean, there's opposite ends of every spectrum, but I took the opposite side of I'm going to work really hard. I'm going to make as much money as I need to make to buy all the things that I want to buy, to provide all the things I want to provide, and I will never rely on a man to get me anything. I remember having a similar conversation with George when we were dating, and interesting enough, George and I were in similar careers. We'd both been in sales for a while, and we actually worked for the same company two different times in different fields. And so we we knew each other's language. We knew each other's, obviously, in sales, there's very competitive spirit. And so there were seasons that I would be making more money than him, and there would be seasons that he would make more money than me. But I always remember feeling... And I told him, I don't expect you to buy me anything. I don't expect you to pay 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 for rent or my bills or anything. Like, I want this to be a dual thing. 
Now, again, I should say this. There are some women who God is going to call to be stay-at-home moms who are not supposed to be bringing in an income. This is, again, why it's so important. When you hear people's stories or you hear people saying things or sharing their own testimonies or, or you hear a pastor or whatever, you need to make sure you are processing and you're hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit for you. There is no one size fits all. Now, there is a there there are absolute rules in the Bible. There are absolute things that God says that that will never change. However, there are some things that will be tailored to you specifically. And so, I don't want when I share my story for you to think that I think every mom needs to work and that every mom needs to make an income. But I, one, know God wired me that way, that I was not called to be a stay-at-home mom, but I took it to the extreme of that I'm going to work super hard and to the, to, the, to the extreme that in corporate world, I, George and I were making, you know, really good six-figure salaries separately and then combined you know I just knew I was never going to have to I never wanted to have to ask him if I could go buy something like a purse or whatever I was just I'll do it myself we actually didn't even combine finances until a little while after we got married and it wasn't a what you know I, I have such a giving heart gifts is one of my love language it's my top one that and words of affirmation are really close to each other so it's not that I didn't like to to share or give him my things, but I always held on to that idea that I will never rely on a man. I was almost, I don't want him to pay for my portion of anything. I don't want him because it was this, this pride. Let, let me just put it, it was, it was pride, not wanting to be helped by somebody else because I can do it myself. And I noticed this pattern that God literally showed me this last, oh gosh, when was it? In like 2019, I think, showed me this this really specifically so I, I made that agreement with myself and that I will never rely on a man to provide for me until in 2018 I did have to rely on somebody I was working like crazy and I had built my second network marketing business it was an eight-figure business with thousands of people in my downline making money having the team the car all the things right and I lost it I lost it on August 17th 2018 woke up to an email saying that you are no longer a distributor with our company and that was it and I got with my attorney and you know all the things and a lot of people asked why I didn't sue and at the time I was 27 weeks pregnant and I knew I had I had a choice I either could pursue you know suing them and proving my point and that I was innocent and that you know all the things or I could focus on the future and trust God all that to say we had retired my husband, so he was not bringing in an income at the time. He was just about ready to launch. He had just started his LLC, was just about ready to launch and buy his first property for his real estate um, business, and I lost I lost the business at 27 weeks pregnant. We had no income coming in, and for the first time in my life, I realized that I did have to rely on someone else. And that agreement that I had made that I would never rely on a man, right? God showed me that as a daughter, I can, not only should I rely on him, I can 
rely on him to provide all of my needs. And I feel like there is this lie that we have to be, you know, to be successful, we need to be independent and do it on our own. And, you know, we need to not admit any of our weaknesses. And we shouldn't admit any of our, our, whether it's insecurities or the our shortcomings, because our weaknesses show that we are weak. In fact, that we're weak. And so I don't know if you have been buying that lie that you have to be independent and that you can't, you can't use help, whether that's in your business or whether that's truly, and I would encourage you to 100% rely on God. We sometimes take the responsibility of the Lord ourselves and we carry the weight that he never meant for us to carry. And when we do that, we tend to have a lot of pressure pressure to prove our worth and our value and our importance to either ourselves or other people. But that is a lie straight from the pit of hell that I hope you, if you need free from that, that you find freedom in the fact that you do need to rely on a man, on, 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 and not an earthly man, but God, you need to rely on your heavenly father because he promises to provide all of our needs the lord is my shepherd i lack nothing when we understand that we actually do have shortcomings and we do have weaknesses we allow god to show us his strength. And so 2 Corinthians 12, 9 says, you know, my strength is made perfect in my, in, in my, or his strength, right? Really, it's his strength. So the actual scripture says, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. And that's the NIV version. And there's so many other versions, but the idea is that God is enough. And when you're not enough, God will be enough. And your weaknesses are actually a way for God to show you his strengths. And so this whole word, we hear this affirmation thrown around a lot. This I am enough. You are enough. I see it in posts pretty much every day on social media. And it always rubs me wrong. It always rubs me a little bit wrong because I'm like, you know what? That's a lie. I am not enough. I can do it on my own. You can do it on your own. But you were never meant to do life on your own. You were meant to do it with the Lord. And when you can embrace the fact that you're not enough. And you and, and not because here's this is such a tough uh, like a tough topic to tackle because there's two sides to 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 a lot of these quotes that we hear floating around all the time. You are enough just the way you are. God loves you in all your messiness and all your shortcomings and all of your imperfections. God will never love you more than he does today. He loves you more than you could ever even possibly wrap your human mind around. He loves you just as you are. So in that sense, you are enough. You just as you are don't need to do anything else to receive God's love, to be loved by him. However, however, there's always a but, right? 
But he loves you too much to leave you that way. He's calling you to a higher standard, a higher level, a higher calling. And in order for him to take you higher, he is going to need to to change some things. And so, yes, you're enough for him to love you just the way you are. And you don't have to do anything else to prove anything to anybody. However, he loves you too much to leave you that way. And so allow him to do the work that he wants to do in you allow him to do the work to change you into who he's called calling you to be the level that he wants to take you to is higher and if god wants to take you higher i love the the quote elevation requires separation and i think sometimes that separation is from people and sometimes that separation is from yourself the old you the the old you will not prosper in the new season because he's he's he is expecting more from you but it doesn't mean that he he loves you more it's you know god is not a works-based god he's a grace-based god he his gift of salvation is wrapped up in grace and in love and in mercy but when we get that when the idea of the world tells us that you know oh you're such a you know, the CEO of your own business. Well, I would challenge that. No, you you shouldn't be the CEO of your business. God should be the CEO of your business. You shouldn't be driving the driver's seat of, of your life. The Holy Spirit should be driving the in the driver's seat of your life and you're on the joy ride. And so, of course... God loves you and and he will use use you and you are enough just the way you are for him to love you but he loves you too much to leave you that way in addition to this idea of having to be independent and always having to be strong this is why I believe a lot of women are depressed and they are living fake lives on social media because they feel they have to live up to this idea that they have to portray this perfect independent you know CEO business and again I'm not opposed to all of those sayings because I get it, but I think they're very dangerous to live by and they're dangerous to say if you aren't truly rooted in Christ and have a really solid foundation of your identity in him. Because when I believe that I would never need a man to get what I wanted and God said, well, actually, you do need me. You do need me. That I would never need help because I'm too prideful to, to actually show my humility that like you know what I could use some help with this stroller here you see me struggling here I am no thank you I got it I mean how silly of me and I I recognize that I literally the Holy Spirit like pinged me sometimes I either they're little pings on my heart or they're like Holy Spirit spankings and I'm like oh God's like hey I, I sent that person to help you and you won't even receive it because you are so prideful that you are independent so I don't know what it is that you are believing the lie um, that you, you know, need, that you you can do it all on your own. But I want to encourage you, you can do it on your own, but it won't be easy. It won't flow the way that it should flow. You'll constantly feel anxiety and stress. And even though maybe you're posting the cute picture, nobody knows behind the scenes what it took to get to the cute picture of your kids. You know, you might be posting the smiling picture with your spouse, but there's tension there that people don't know about or the finances. You might have just bought a new thing, but, you know, you don't that nobody knows that you're actually like living on credit. Um, and I only say all that stuff because I've, I've been that woman who is trying to portray this really great life that is of the world. And behind the scenes, I knew that something was off. And so much of that is 
because we try to live up to the Joneses. We try to live up to this expectation that we're independent and we don't need anybody. And look at look at what I have. Even if we say in the name of Jesus, like it's so good, right? I've done that before. Um, and God has just revealed to me so much in my own heart. And listen, God God is so much more concerned about our heart than anything else. He doesn't. It doesn't matter what we look like. He knows what the heart is. And that's what is most important. And so I am here to give you permission that you do not have to be misindependent. You do not have to always be strong. You do not always have to feel, you know, be be the thing, juggling a hundred different things, and you do not need to be everything for everyone. We have to drop the expectation that I don't know who put on us but it's literally taking God's job. It's taking his job and trying to do it better than him. How silly that we would even think for a second that we could do God's job better than he can. So I pray today that you surrender the lie that you've been believing. Well, first of all, that you recognize it and then you ask for forgiveness for believing the lie that you don't need a savior and that you don't need saving, and that you don't need help from the Lord, and that God has sent you what I always refer to as love notes in the form of people. He will send us love notes in many different forms, and sometimes they're in the form of people. And so those people that maybe perhaps offered to help, but you said no because of, you know, pride getting in the way or fear of it not being done perfect, that perhaps that's God, it was a gift from God and, and and you missed it because you are believing this lie that you can do it. You can do it on your own. You don't need anybody else. So again, Jesus sent the disciples out in two and it's such a telling, it's such a, an, uh, that's, it's so telling for us to know that he would never expect us to do it on our own either. So why are we? So my question to you today is, why are you? Why are you doing it on your own when you have a God who wants to partner with you and do it with you? Why are you doing it on your own when you could delegate some things, whether that's in your house or in your business? You do not have to be she-woman, Miss Independent, Superwoman, doing it all on your own. The more you recognize that God wants to do it with you, the more more it's going to flow and you will be more joyful. So those are some big truths for you today. Um, I hope that that resonated with you. If it did, I would absolutely love it if you leave a comment. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any further episodes and leave a review would be, uh, leaving a review is the biggest compliment that you can can do. So I would so appreciate if you leave a comment, if this specific one, or feel free to email me if you have something to share and you would like to chat in private, but please subscribe and if you feel less, leave a review for the podcast that's the biggest compliment you could leave me and we have kind we have all these deep conversations with thousands of other women over on Facebook in the Garden of Favor group the community over there so good over there if you're not already over there and I'm gonna uh, leave this one with a prayer all right so here we go Heavenly Father God we thank you we thank you so much for the truth that we were never meant to do life alone. We were never meant to be strong on our own. We were never meant to be super misindependent because God, at the end of the day, we need you. 
We need you and we recognize the need for a savior. We recognize the need for your your grace and your creativity and your mercy and your love and your everything that you have to offer us, God, we can have it, but we have to recognize that you're there to provide it for us. God, I pray for any woman who is listening to this podcast who has been carrying the burden. She's been carrying the burden to do it all herself, to be misindependent, to not need a man, to not need a partner, to not need a... a, a a virtual assistant, to not need a babysitter, to not need something else that God, you never meant for us to do life alone. First and foremost, that means we need you because in our weaknesses, we find your strength. But then also God, that you send us love notes in the form of people and that even though we want to be independent and perhaps a little prideful, and in, in, in we might not even know it's in the form of pride, but God, that you would show that to our hearts and that anyone listening to this, that they feel the desire to ask for forgiveness for that. We know that repentance is what clears. It, it's it's a part of weeding our garden so that we can make room for truth and the abundance and the favor that you have for us. But uh, oftentimes those weeds are just taking up too much space. So God, any weeds that are taking up space in the ears that are hearing this, God, I pray that they repent of that and that they replace the truth with you. God, we need you. And we thank you for your love. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your kindness. We thank you for your favor. And we ask that we continue to glorify you and honor you in all that we do and say. In Jesus' name, amen.